Hello and welcome to the Total Nerd List, the podcast where we make lists and be nerds. I'm Tom. I'm Reggie. And I'm Shane. And you're actually listening to the animated spinoff of our podcast. Yeah, we're all cartoon characters right now. You can't see it, but it's Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a cartoon cartoon. Nice. My eyes are bulging out of my head as we speak. I miss cartoon cartoons. Mm. And actually, there's a cartoon cartoon on uh, my spin or on my honorable mentions. Oh, uh, Grim and Evil. Ooh. Well, what is this week's topic? Now that we're cartoon favorite people. animated spinoffs. Favorite animated spinoffs. What's an animated spinoff? Uh, in this case, uh, my thing was was. M- Animated shows made after movies, but obviously when y'all were making your list, I realized it could also be animated shows after animated shows. So, like, for example, we had Jimmy Neutron and Planet Sheen, um, which I didn't think about. Um, so that's – and actually some of mine ended up not being being from movies. A lot of mine are Star Wars. Um, but the – when it comes to animated spinoffs, they're one of the I chose it as my topic because they're one of those things that could be really, really good or really, really bad. Like, what were they thinking? Bad? Like, mm-hmm. um, Disney direct to direct to video bad. Disney direct to video bad. Uh, didn't, did, I mean, it's like all the sequels. I think <clears throat> Cinderella three, A Twist in Time. Yeah, The <laughs> Land time. Before Time forty five. Yeah, I, Michael goes to New Jersey. <laughs> I was super pumped about Return of Jafar. It kept showing up on lists as like ones that shouldn't have happened. What? Because it had because it, it didn't have Robin Williams. It had uh, it had Homer Simpson as the yeah, voice yeah, of yeah, the yeah, genie. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I thought it was cool because there was a red genie, mm-hmm. and colors are all that mattered to me at that age <laughs> well aladdin is very special to me because i got to be aladdin on in a stage performance when i was younger um so i actually have all three of those movies and they are all three great and aladdin might might or might not be somewhere in something i'm gonna talk about later <laughs> but i mean there there have been some some pretty i mean usually animated spinoffs are obviously cash grabs usually by toy companies some of the ones that i've been reading about was literally just like there was a new movie coming out in the franchise, and the toy company was like, "Hey, let's make an animated series." Um, so, for example, I found a uh, a Sci-Fi Wire article when I was doing this by Kaylee Donaldson. Nine major movies that inexplicably had cartoon spinoffs. Yes, um, so some of co- might be on our list. <laughs> a couple of them: um, Toxic Crusaders. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, the um, the. The chemical dude. Yeah. He was like green. Toxic Avenger. You know there's a new Toxic Avenger movie coming. I do. That just finished filming. I did mm-hmm. not know that. I've, I've never seen that one. Um, I didn't know this one existed either. Free Willy had an animated spinoff. Really? really? Yes. Why? Oh, okay. Uh, the heartwarming tale of a young boy and his orca best friend inspired generations of kids to simultaneously but become eco-warriors. Um, let's see. Did Free you guys Willy like Ford? the Free Willy movies? I like the first one. Actually, I think I like the first like and second the one. <laughs> the, I just remember, because I had the Free Willy VHS when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. at the beginning was the Michael Jackson music video, or maybe it was at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I always thought it sounded like Lean On Me at the beginning. Uh-huh. Dun, dun. Yes, I like Free Willy Free Willy was like the end of the day movie they put on for us in preschool. Really? Yeah. That's all I remember. That's the only times I remember watching it was preschool. Hmm. (laughs) Along with Homeward Bound. I liked them, but I'm not sure if they... 
page 12. Which I'm surprised. Don't even. I, that is triggering for me. Um, I love those movies. I wonder if they have an animated um, spinoff. Um, another one on the list, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes. Actually, I watched mm-hmm. the crap out of that. I, you know, my VHS, when yes. I was a kid, had a VHS with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes on it. Nice. Um, this one, I don't know why it's inexplicable, because it was so good. Beetlejuice. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Shane, didn't you and I just talk about that last week? We How did. It comes cartoon? up, you know, certain things come up a lot. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. I Power actually Rangers. am <laughs> making my way through Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. the, the cartoon show right now, because I don't think I've seen every, I know I've seen majority of them. Yeah. Um, but just in my spare time, I mean, they're like 19 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, no, they're good. I did that too, um... A year or two ago, I think, and I liked it. Though I also realized I liked the earlier seasons better, but that could be said about most shows. I feel like there's apparently a James Bond Junior. Yes. Oh God, <laughs> yes, James Bond Junior. from from Fox Kids. Oh my God, I haven't thought about that show in forever. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I. I just had the most raven vision flashback of a house that I lived in as a kid watching the James Bond kid I didn't show. know it existed yes. until today. Oh, my God. I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, something very near and dear to Reggie. Um, a Little Shop had an animated... Little spin. Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I vaguely remember that, but it wasn't... That sounds cool. It didn't have the same magic as the movie, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Um, the Mummy had an animated spinoff. I do remember that. I can see the Brendan Fraser yep. cartoon moving the torch across his. The, you know what I'm talking about when he's like doing that to. Ward also, away the not mat. a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aliens almost had an animated spinoff, but obviously those movies are extremely rated R, so there's just no way to swing that. Apparently, there's a pilot that exists somewhere. Um, but I just thought that was hilarious that they even attempted that. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm pretty sure it was a toy company. And then finally, RoboCop had a, an animated spinoff. Obviously. I remember that one. I do remember the RoboCop spinoff show, too. Um, do you remember? I know that there's been like a hundred of them. But do you remember the Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego late 90s cartoon yes. show? My friend had a board game based on that, and I always called it the Lady Game. But the Lady I was, Game. I was too <laughs> young lady. to play it, so they didn't want to teach me it. <gasps> and so I would just like throw a fit about wanting to play the Lady Game, and they wouldn't let me. <laughs> that sounds about right. I had a Zelda board game when I was a kid that was really, really hard that I think I only ever played like three times. And I think two of them I made up. Like the rules That's that the like, instead of like doing it how it's supposed to be, because it was just too complicated. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, before we uh, move move back into our uh, favorite animated spinoffs, what have y'all been up to this week? Well, I got a subscription to Shudder, uh-huh. which is the horror movie streaming channel. I yes. got like a 30-day free trial, and I'm definitely going to have to keep this for at least a little while. Um, the new season of Dragula, which is the alternative um, drag competition show to RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, they focus more on like horror, filth, and um, glamour. Yes. Instead of just kind of glamour. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a different type of drag competition show, but it is so good. I mean, sometimes I have to close my eyes and look away because I can't can't stand stomach what they're doing, but I'm really excited. The new season's starting and it's going to be on there. 
Um, one of my queens that I really liked from season three got sent home really early, and she actually ended up getting a chance to come back for season four, and she Yay. did. Also, for the first time ever, a queen that once competed on Drag Race is oh. going to be on this season. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. So anyway, so Shudder, been waking my way through that. We've also mm-hmm. been watching the Creep Show TV show that's yeah. on Shudder. We watched the entire, uh, I say we, Ethan, my son and I, we watched the entire first season. Mm-hmm. Really liked it. Second one's coming out soon. The second one is on Oh, is it Shutter, already on there? But I think the third season is okay. what's coming out soon. Um, I'm very mm-hmm. excited. The first one was really good. It had a lot of cameos from random people like the um, Moff, Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. He was in an episode. Um, the Jigsaw, the guy who's the bad guy in the Sil- mm-hmm. in the Saw movies, he was in an episode. David Arquette was in an episode. Um, the actress that plays Judith Grimes from Walking Dead is in an episode. Wait, what is this again? Creep Show. Creep Show. Mm-hmm. Like the old comic books from the eighties, and then they made those two movies that were like anthologies. That's what this is. It's like an anthology horror where there's two stories per episode, and they're mm-hmm. all supernatural horror, yes. sci-fi e. Um, Oh, it was so good. <laughs> so good. I'm really excited to start the next season. Um, and then, of course, I've been still steaming through um, Heart Gold. Mm-hmm. I just got my sixth badge. You know, pretty good. And <laughs> um, I, for the first time ever, actually did the Safari Zone. Uh-huh. And, like, excuse the truck that just drove by. Um <laughs> actually went through all of the Safari Zone and caught every single Pokemon that's in there that you can catch. It took like five days of constantly just doing the Safari Zone, $500 and going back. I mean, I literally probably threw 40 Safari Balls just to catch a Kangaskhan. Kangaskhan, Chansey, Well, this is Heart Gold, um, so Chansey is not in the Safari Zone. That's I'm at. So So I'm still in Johto. And then when I go to Kanto, I think the original Safari Zone will be open as well, and that's where I think I can oh, get. There's Chansey. multiple Safari Zones. I think so. I can't remember because the new in in Heart Gold, the Safari Zone is off of Cinnabar Island. Um. So. Yeah. Yay! Pokemon. Been watching. Made. Finished. Um. Johto Journeys mm-hmm. and Master Quest. I'll, I finished the whole thing. I cried really ugly and really hard when uh, Brock and Misty left. Oh my goodness! Um, I don't think I had watched actually watched that episode since I was a kid. It was like we all lost a friend. Well, and I had just watched the entire series, mm-hmm. and so I was very attached to Brock and Misty, and yes. then they left. Um, so we actually went ahead and skipped Hoenn mm-hmm. and went straight into the Diamond and Pearl in anticipation of the new game coming out. Since there's <laughs> like you know fifty thousand episodes in Diamond and Pearl, yes. we've got plenty to watch before. And that's, I've mentioned this before, when we play Pokemon, that's the kind of the thing that we like to do is whatever series of Mm -hmm. the game is, we watch that as we play. Um, We're going to have such a great, like, October and November of games. I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's, uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else that I've done of any kind of note? Um, nope, that's it. That's been my week. (laughs) Very nice. What about you, Shane? So... As the cars drive by on the racetrack, Reggie was beside. Sorry. (laughs) 
We're actually, um, this is a NASCAR podcast now. We're live from mm-hmm. the Wilkesboro Speedway. <laughs> oh, Wilkesboro Speedway. Anyway, so and my week has been a lot of writing and I guess a lot of TV and a lot of reading. So I mentioned a while back that I submitted my one of my first submissions to an agent so I can get agented and then published and get the commercial publishing I want. And since I have submitted those, one of them came back. And it was a rejection. So I got my first rejection. Totally planned. Not upset. Uh, it's the first of many. Honestly. Get it out of the way now. Exactly. It's, you just gotta hang around, man. Yes. And I just plan on around. it. More submissions are in the works and on their way. Good. And then in my book of the month, I'm doing Goosebumps all September. I am on my fifth Goosebump book. Which, like, when I started, I was getting through the first few really fast and then life has just picked up and been busier so i'm on the fifth one and i'm reading all the slappy ones the fifth one is actually not a slappy one but it's still about marinettes so it's kind of the same dolls coming to life thing but in the fourth slappy book in happy slappy new year or slappy new year i think is what it's called slappy turns into chucky he goes from like the kids aren't really in danger he just wants to enslave them he is trying to kill them they're not in danger but he wants to enslave them yes well, was it? Like, their lives aren't ever in danger. Like, I remember I, read, I was reading so something... they're not in mortal danger, but they're still in danger. Yeah, I read something, <laughs> an article that had R.L. Stein in there talking about how, like, in the original Goosebumps, the kids aren't really, you know, in life or death danger, to a degree. Huh. Which, one, I didn't know if that was true, because I hadn't no read all of them in the TV show. I don't show. know about that. Yeah. Anyway, in Slappy New Year, Slappy is hitting them over the heads with full paint cans... Make them fall on their heads, choking them. Home alone them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't Slappy always trying to, like, take over one of the kids' bodies, though? No. No, that was not what his goal was? Maybe I just confused No, he just wants to... So the first one, the original ones, the original trilogy, he is, like, he comes to life and he just wants them to be his slaves, but he doesn't really ever do anything except trash their artistic siblings' room, because there's always an artistic sibling that is a painter... Painter or paper mache artist. Like the first four books, are, yeah, they're they're almost always like the same story, and the parents don't believe the other kid who's like, no, it's the dummy. The dummies come to life. Uh, but in this last one, like they had a party, and Slappy shows up and just like straight out is going for blood. Nice. Maybe I should read that one. Too. <laughs> I really liked it. Afterwards, I'm like, okay, if this is how we proceed in the new Slappy books, I'm very excited. In the new Slappy books. All of them die. <laughs> yeah, he like he burned he almost burned down a house too. So on Christmas even. That's right. Ain't nobody safe from slapping. So that's my September book progress. The other thing I'm really really excited about is by the time you guys are listening to this, I will have the new Scooby Doo movie, which is the Scooby Doo and Courage Cowardly Dog <gasps> crossover movie. I'm buying it. I need it. I cannot wait. Are we gonna watch it together? We can. I can buy it and bring it over. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll bring the chips. I'll Yay. have Corey make us something. Yes, and I'll have the DVD. You can bake us chips. <laughs> I love how I'm volunteering him to make us stuff. I guess I could make Volunt- something. <laughs> it just won't be as good if I do it. No, if you make the White Castle burgers. Oh, I just to do that. Anyway, so yeah, I am uber excited about that and cannot wait. And finally, the last thing that I have been nerding out on the most and have been so excited about is my soap opera, Days of Our Lives. <gasps> this past week, we got this spinoff um, entitled um, Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem, and it followed some of our favorite characters as they traveled 
um, sometimes different countries, other cities in the U.S., and they all got embroiled in this gemstone mystery because back in 1991, and they tied it all into history very well, the evil Stefano had brainwashed Hope into Marlena. thinking she was no. <laughs> no, Hope into thinking she was Princess Gina, and she stole the golden peacock because they're on NBC. Wink. And all the gemstones were scattered about after the peacock was found, and they happened to each be in the city that all the characters were in. Yeah. And there were some twists and turns, and in the end, the peacock was rigged to a satellite that was going to blow up many cities, including our beloved Salem. It's my family, peacock. Exactly. Oh. And then they saved the day, and it was really, really great. And we got that on addition to Normal Days of Our Lives, but Beyond Salem was a streaming service on Peacock, or was on the streaming service Peacock for free, and I really enjoyed it kind of a lot more. It was a little campy, it was adventurous. And the other thing I'm really excited about the Days of Our Lives is doing come Halloween, or I guess I should say in October, spooky season. They're revisiting the possession storyline, and Marlena gets possessed again. No. Yes. All right, we might, I might watch Marlena's grandson too. is making a movie. It starts off in previews of what I've seen thus far. He wants to base it off his mother, Sammy's life, and Sammy's Marlena's daughter, um, and I don't know if it's going to change. He decides to focus on Marlena. But because he's doing this movie and it brings up those painful memories for Marlena, he might even, I think he tries to reenact it is what I'm reading through spoilers and rumors. Um, but it has been confirmed that they are revisiting that storyline. Oh the devil will come back and it will possess Marlena again. I wonder if she'll turn into a Black Panther again. Maybe. I hope so. <laughs> I cannot wait. I've not been this excited about a soap opera in forever. That's so much fun. <laughs> love that but that's that's been my week you know a lot of tv some reading all about my writing so very nice shame and you tom well i've been doing some writing on a special project and it's like my first writing since college that wasn't related to coaching uh so it's felt kind of nice to just kind of be writing again that's, mm-hmm. that doesn't have to do with like um a job per se yes um or a deadline of it oh no there's a deadline true but but um, not like immediate and we'll we'll talk about more about the writing but i I just you know it's it's been fun to write um because i you know i i actually really school is actually probably the best or like college is the best like setup for me Mm -hmm. being able to just like go learn and then have some downtime and then write papers and like that that is like the optimal setup for me. So I miss, I miss that a lot actually. Um, so I, I, I've enjoyed writing again, but, uh, other than that, you know, I did a, I did a, a relay race that I talked about last week, the Blue Ridge relay, you it's did. a 12 person mm-hmm. around 200 mile race. Uh, we had our best time and got our best time by like 30 minutes, uh, that we've ever had. And we got top 10 in our category, Ooh, uh, which was, was super cool. I ran like 20 miles over 24 hours living in a van off of one hour of sleep. Uh, <laughs> cause I do not sleep well in vans. I have to have like, I, I, I'm 30 years old and I still do not know what position I fall asleep in. It, it literally takes me like 30 minutes of tossing and turning every night to finally fall asleep. Um, so I do not sleep well in vans, but it was super fun. And I'm actually doing another one soon for my anniversary. If that is a sane choice at all to go do a 24 hour race, but it's just super cool. I mean, you're, you're, 
you've got a team of 12 people divided in two vans. Um, and so runners one through like six are in van one and they all run in order. So mm-hmm. van one is like on the clock until runner six is done. And then van two comes on and everyone runs and then van one comes back on and then van two comes back on. So you get like downtime. Yeah. Uh, and we actually went to my house and like took showers and slept between um, our first and, and, and second leg because actually the relay went by my house because it went from Grayson Highlands, Virginia mm-hmm. to Boone and something that or to uh, Asheville. And then something that really I nerded out on is there were like there was an Olympian and his teammates from Stanford had a team that like set a course record and they apparently got disqualified because they ran so fast they got to the exchange zones before the judges got there. Oh snap. And so they disqualified them for that apparently i don't know the full details so i'm not going to comment on it but Mm -hmm. but but it's it's getting uh tricky on the message boards Um, (laughs) because those are a thing that people do with running Mm -hmm. i I do not go on running message boards they get kind of toxic pretty fast i feel like just message boards in general is a platform to be toxic oh yeah i mean like my brother's (laughs) a big like guitar gear head and it will be like hey man i want to know like what the best thing is for this and people be like well obviously you don't you idiot yeah like it's just like why why be mean <laughs> there was uh one of those platforms in wilkesboro i think it was like called go wilkes or something mm-hmm. like that 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 people i were think i heard about this on, to the point like so i won mr west high when i was in high school an openly gay mm-hmm. kid in high school and apparently somebody went on there and just talked some mad homophobic <gasps> shit about me oh it's terrible and my mom got so upset and was like this is about a, a 17 year old kid you have to rem- like you this is not okay mm-hmm. for a blah 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 and my mom ended up having them like take down the posts that were yeah. made about me. Um, and I was like, yeah, make them talk about me. <laughs> the internet is a cesspool that we're all required to use. Well, and this was back in 1920 clickety clack. Yeah, I, I just, I. Oh my gosh, this was back in two. I got in an argument with an anti vax nurse on Facebook and then deleted the app from my phone and haven't gone on Facebook in like three weeks. I, I it just, I. Those ha- that happens, man. I definitely have gotten, shown my, shown my booty. I didn't show my booty fighting with somebody. And then I was like, why am I doing this in the comment section? Like I'm better than this. I didn't just got rid of it. I didn't show my booty. What I realized is I was walking around my house, ruminating about an argument with a stranger online Mm -hmm. and it was ruining my day. And I was like, I I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like I understand there's like kind of a duty to combat misinformation somewhat as someone who thinks, but I, I can't do it. I'm I'm going to die if I stay on social media. Yeah, yeah, it's so, just toxic. I yeah. try. I really try hard not to comment on anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. Period. I anymore. Just, I'm just staying in my lane and changing what I can around me. Like I, I can't. I can't do this social. Like I, I did get it. solicited for a great opportunity on Instagram, and I just kept asking <laughs> for news. Um, and then they finally stopped messaging me back and I was like, oh, so no, so no, no nudes. Oh man. I got, in <laughs> oh, okay. a big, I got in a big argument with one of those, um, DM us people because I was like, you seem to want my service. So maybe you should give us your service for free. And they were like, uh, what? and then I was like, okay, maybe I'll, I'm interested. And they were like, and they got really pushy and I was like, okay, we're done here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But it was, it was, it was fun talking. Blah blah blah. 
Murdered mm-hmm. on something. Shave your balls. Your account is fired. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one a lot. <laughs> your account is fired. DM us. Collab? Mm-hmm. Question mark? I, I never get the collab ones. It's always promote on here. Promote on there. We looked at your profile. Shave our balls is correct for you. <laughs> everything. Get that on everything. <laughs> I'll get so excited because it's like someone's requesting to message you and they'll click on it and I'll see a little picture with tennis balls on it and I'm just like <sighs> well now a word from this week's sponsors <laughs> just kidding okay yeah we just gave them a bunch of free publicity let's yeah. edit that part out I don't think that's their name though I think they go no. by something else yeah. I don't know well uh, back to animated spinoffs wait, did you finish your week did I finish my week Oh, no, I didn't. Um, apparently, Steve from Blue's Clues made everyone emotional. I, yes. Like, I can't even describe how hard I cried when I watched that. And then I went back and I watched it again the Same. next day. And then I cried even harder the just, second time. You know, he, he, he told us we all look beautiful, right? But he told he, us that we looked really good and whatever we were doing was working for us. And I got to be honest with you guys. Like, Mm-hmm. I really needed to hear that from Steve. Like, I don't know if he knew that, like, the world needed to hear from him or what, but I needed that. Yes. I, I it wasn't know. even, like, that huge. Like, I watched it because my little brother watched it, so I watched it a lot in passing. Um, and, yeah, it got to me, too. I think Steve I is my first crush. He's, he said I look good, but I look like Cynthia from Rugrats. Like, no, you. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Six days out of seven. <laughs> okay. No, but seriously, I think Steve was probably like my first boy crush that I can oh, remember. You're such an idiot! I loved him. Oh my god! And do you guys remember? The clue is right behind you, dude. <laughs> remember Soap? Uh huh. Slippery Slope. That was my favorite character, and I had a little. I think Subway did Blues Clues toys. Yes. And I had a Slippery Slope Blues Clues toys that I kept in my backpack, I even took, into like middle school. I took my young cousins to Blues Clues live when I was in like middle school, and I had a blue and a magenta that I bought from there because I was like, <laughs> I'm living life. It was so much fun. Yes. I think I got a handy dandy notebook with my ticket. Was it at the home center? Yes. So Corey has a poster in his office for that event. Yeah, I was there. Signed by all of the people. It was so cool. I just like, you know, he taught us how to communicate. He taught taught us to search for the answers. And he taught us that somehow salt and pepper make paprika. And there's another baby. Oh, I know. It's like sage now and cinnamon. There's three? Yeah, there's definitely three. I don't know if cinnamon's one of them, but I do know sage is one for sure. I'm going to this table if you guys keep blowing my mind like that. (laughs) Well, you we look it up. There's well, one sure. more thing, but I wanted to mention that nobody else mentioned if you were done with your week. What is that? We did a show that finally got released. We did. Oh, yeah. I, I quoted it. <laughs> so Tom, Shane, and I all got the privilege of being in a show that Shane wrote called Detective Slots and Slim mm-hmm. and the Case of the Missing Family Jewels. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's also Corey, my husband. It's his very, very first acting thing that he's ever done Killed so it's it. his debut acting it is available on the beanstalk community theater facebook page yes. free of charge so if you are out there listening and you've got like an hour and a half to kill and you want to watch something that's pretty pretty entertaining go ahead and watch that yeah it, it came i was very i was very happy with how it came out everyone did wonderful um and like I said, this is Corey's first time and he was a very pleasant surprise and it was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I it's still funny. I think it's funny. That. I mean, I know I wrote it, but it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> That's slim. Oh, he's, he's hilarious. I, I love Shane's humor. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Now lead us into it. 
Okay, so animated spinoffs. I my list uh, has a lot of honorable mentions because a lot of them were just like shows I haven't seen in a long time, so I didn't feel like I should put them on my list because I didn't have like a real strong feeling about them. Uh, but most of mine, I, I've got a pretty strong feeling, and I gotta apologize. They're mostly Star Wars. Um, <laughs> but uh, my number five. The Men in Black animated spinoff. Ooh, man, did I love that show. I still channel that theme song when I'm like getting ready for a race because it was it was the boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's literally they were walking down the hallway with their shoulders moving back and forth. (laughs) I literally like think of them when I'm walking down a hallway, just like walking with their shoulders being all serious. Um, and, And I just I. You know, th- there were so many good, like, WB Kids animated spinoffs, and that I feel like that one epitomized it for me. Mm, that one had the Frankie, the dog, had a much bigger role in the cartoon show than he did in the movies, and mm-hmm. I always loved that. In the, the worms. <laughs> mm-hmm, the worms, too. And was... And the head guy. Yeah, M. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger here. <laughs> Riptorn. Riptorn. Yeah, I love Riptorn. I, I actually he died, right? Yeah, I miss him. So I say that line all the time in my day to day. Like, we're not hosting an intergalactic kegger here. <laughs> I uh, my wife had a really good run the other day and texted me about it, and I sent uh, a gif of Patches O'Hulahan <gasps> to her. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. It was <laughs> go you crazy go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it might be. I thought that was just a really cool animated spinoff growing up. And, and remember that just being like super ex- out, out of all the ones that like I came up when I was doing these outside of like some of the Disney ones like that one really stuck out to me. Um, number four on my list, Clone Wars slash Bad Batch. I put those in in the, the most recent Clone Wars. Uh, I put those in together because I... You know, I love what Clone Wars did in kind of cleaning up the sequels and has made people appreciate the sequels a lot more because, mm-hmm. you know, it gives context because I, I feel like, you know, you can only do so much with the timeline that they had in the sequels. I mean, it was literally like, long war, let's give you a little snippet of the end of it. Um, and so I just love that Clone Wars did that. I love how they explored the clones and, and how they were like, you know, just out there to win a war and they were all, you know... Ex- as a someone who studied sociology it it was you know really delved into the nature versus nurture thing uh so just you know how they all ended up with their different um nicknames and their different personalities and haircuts and all that uh i thought that was super cool for the clone war it also showed a lot of of context into the fall of the jedi that made it make a lot more sense than it did just based on the prequels uh and and made it more frustrating and and really made the jedis look not so great, and even though they're, they're always heroes. And dumb. They dumb. Look, they look dumb. I also, one of the things that I really liked about Clone Wars with the with the shows and how it added to the movies was that not the newest season that they did of Clone Wars, but the very last season when Ahsoka leaves, mm-hmm. they really highlight all of the underhanded stuff that Palpatine does that leads to him being able to to implement all of the stuff that he is and like just all of the like long game schemes that he had planned out 
come to fruition, well, like with the um, Order 66, you know, how there was the whole four-part series where they almost found out. Yeah, yeah, that was that was wild. And, and I mean, just, it, I feel like Palpatine is a character that people, they, they try and do movies and, and fit him as a character into, or his, like, arc into a movie, and people get frustrated by it. But, like, the expanded universe of Star Wars, the comics, Clone Wars, all that just makes cart it makes it show how like evil and powerful Emperor Palpatine and the Sith got. And literally it was just literally the Jedi did not think someone could become that powerful. So I, I thought that was super cool, just like those trucks driving by. Um <laughs> I love this episode so far. It's been fun. <laughs> Nothing um, about trucks driving by, my bad. Um but also Bad Batch, it came out. I feel like people hated on it, and, and it really was frustrating because the Bad Batch, I feel like, didn't get super much character development until, like, the last episode, maybe. But really, Bad Batch, I I had to include it with Clone Wars because it basically is a, it uses the Bad Batch as cameramen into what the clones were going through right after Order 66. That's that's what it, and, and, and there's so much depth to it, and I can't wait for y'all to watch it. Um, it, it got some love, love, hate relationship on there, but it really is set. They, they set up the return of Palpatine in the sequels mm-hmm. really well with the end of Bad Batch. Um, and I think between that and the Mandalorian, um, they're go- They're going to have some really good things coming. Nice. Um, so I had to include them really check out Bad Batch. Uh, don't get frustrated by the lack of character development of the main characters. Just look at them as cameramen uh, and, 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 and treat the clones as, as the main character of the series. That's, that's the way I saw it. And it, it made it a lot less frustrating to watch when I, when I watched it with that lens. Um, number three on my list, the original clone wars um the, uh, by Gindy Tartakowski yeah. um the, on Cartoon Network on Cartoon Network it came out right before the third movie i believe mm-hmm. and it was it was literally the creator of Samurai Jack doing a Star Wars like showing what happened during the Clone Wars and just in in watching it now cuz you can actually watch it on Disney Disney Plus um it's almost got like one of those old Hanna Barbera feels to it, and in mm-hmm. just like I didn't realize how long ago it was made. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, you know, that guy can animate some some war sequences, oh, yeah. um, and just there, there's a you know that's that was when we first got the Ark Troopers. They were like a big part of the the latest Clone Wars thing. But like we got the Ark tro- Ark Troopers. We might not have gotten them. They might have been like in the expanding universe, but like that was, I feel like the first time we got them on screen was, was that I just, I love that. And I love Gindy Tartakowski. I still need to watch Primal. Is that Oh my God. Primal's amazing. Yes. Um, and and still, it's award winning. And I actually I still need to watch the Primal. reboot of Samurai Jack. Um, but I just, I love his animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Primal is, oh, I love Primal. I will have to look into whatever Primal is. It's on uh, HBO Max. I almost watched it the other day. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. The okay. dinosaur yes. caveman. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Um, number two on my list. Moving away from Star Wars, The Simpsons. Jonah, that was an anime spinoff from, from the Tracy Ullman show. Tracy yes. Ullman show, and I didn't realize that until I was researching it today. But I'm glad I did because that. I mean, The Simpsons and Fox Sundays were my childhood. Um, I, I looked forward every week to Fox Sundays, um, just to see King of the Hill, Simpsons, Family Guy, Futurama, uh, Futurama, 
The, do you remember the PJs? I like the PJs. I loved Malcolm in the Middle. I, Fox Sundays were just, it, you know, it, when when you don't like school growing up, like I did, um, Sundays can be kind of stressful, and that always just kind of eased the, mm-hmm. the pain of it for me. Um, so I, I had to include The Simpsons. Uh, you know, there, there's some pro- problematic things about the humor from there um, that we're just now kind of addressing, mm-hmm. but... Um, you know, overall, it just it, it shaped my sense of humor, and and I'm a, I guess I really enjoy topical humor. So just in in very like thinly veiled references and and all that stuff. So I've just always loved The Simpsons and voice actors. I love <laughs> all the voice actors. Um, and then my number one, back to Star Wars, Star Wars Rebels. I feel like that was the beginning of all the cool Star Wars stuff we're getting. Clone Wars was really the beginning, but I feel like Star Wars Rebels, it starts really like a kid's show, but then really gets into some of like the best Star Wars we've had. We had up to that point before any of the stuff that's been released recently. But um, just, you know, the characters they gave us. Um, that's the one with Ezra, right? Ezra and Kanan and Hera. Um, it made me ugly cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not from childhood, obviously. I actually didn't watch it until like spring of 2020. Um, Thanks, pandemic. <laughs> but you know, I, I ugly cried multiple times during the show. Um, it, it gets really dark after season one and gives you some really good storylines that that you know um, I feel like get left out in the movies. And, mm-hmm. and I just I love. Really, the period between A New Hope and um, Episode 3 <laughs> is just, like, wide open, really. We've had a couple of things recently, but I, I feel like um, we were waiting on a lot of stuff from that era. So anything from, from that era where it's just kind of like, oh, this is really bleak. Um, I, I like hearing those stories. So Rebels really, I think, kicked off and, and was the, the base of a lot of the cool stuff we're seeing from Star Wars right now. And like I said, um, spoiler, I ugly cried when Kanan Jarrus died. Ugly cried. It, I, I think I watched it before work and cried all the way to work driving. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... I had to include that, but <laughs> that is my list. Uh, my honorable mentions, I thought the Lilo and Stitch series was pretty cool. Um, I didn't realize Pinky and the Brain was a spinoff of Animaniac, so yeah. I had to include that. Uh, I don't remember much of it, but I remember kind of enjoying the Ace Ventura animated series. Uh and then I had to include Trailer Park Boys, the animated series, because of the way they explained why it was animated. Literally, the live-action characters in the show took shrooms, and so it was now an animated show. And I was just like... <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, of all the ways they could do an animated series, I feel like that, that that's pretty creative. So I had to give them credit for that. That's good. But that's my list. Yeah, it's a good list. Who's next? I believe it's me. <laughs> Reggie. Um, so a lot of my stuff, especially the first three are things from my childhood, and surprise, surprise, they're Disney. Um, <laughs> this one is not my young childhood. This actually is a newer one that um, we watched, and then it became one of our bedtime shows. Is Emperor's New School, which was a spinoff of Emperor's the Emperor's New Groove. New Groove. 
And so it kind of takes place in between the first one and Kronk's New Groove. Mm-hmm. And basically, he has to finish high school, has to get a high school diploma, or he can't be emperor. And that's what the premise of it is. And then there's some, there's some, you know, question mark stuff because like Kronk's in his grade too. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, Melina, the the hot girl in the high school that that Cusco's in love with and wants to make his empress and. <laughs> Really, really entertaining. <clears throat> great, great show. Mm-hmm. I love Emperor's New Groove and Kronk's New Groove. Like, those are... I haven't like, seen it forever, but I love them. We love those movies, and, like, we watch them pretty regularly. And so we were like, okay, well, let's give the show a, a chance. And, I mean, I think we sat and binged, like, the the whole first season, nice. like, in the night. Um, really, really funny, especially if you already like that kind of humor. Um, also, you guys watch Community, right? You know, no? Okay, well. I know what community is, but I never really watched it. The Doppeldean? I don't know if you... Nope. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but he does the voice of uh, Cusco nice. instead of David Spade. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that it was a different voice until I was looking well, at that. even better. Yeah, so um, had to put that one on my list because I really enjoy that. Uh, at least give it a, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, which I wish would be put on Disney Plus, and I mentioned it got brought up earlier, but the Aladdin Disney spin-off that. show, King of Thieves, right? No, that was that was the third that was movie. the third movie. This is literally the just the cartoon and show. I think Dan Castanella did the voice of Genie in that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. He. Um, so I'm pretty sure that this one takes place between the first and the third movie, and sometimes the second one mm-hmm. has happen because the the bad guy not the bad guy but i mean yeah the guy who finds jafar's lamp in the second movie Mm -hmm. i can't remember what his name is no clue he's a reoccurring villain in the show oh yeah the little like the kind of slimy like guy he kind of dresses like a sultan mm -hmm. well and he has like the thing that covers his face he's got like a beard and stuff i can't remember what he's not the merchant from the first one no 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 he's just a reoccurring yeah i remember him and then there, I remember specifically there was an episode where there was a lady who was in love with Aladdin, uh-huh. and she somehow makes a wish and trades places with Jasmine. Oh, yeah, I supposed to say that she ain't Jasmine. But the only thing, the only beings that knew what happened was the monkey and Iago and Abu Iago and Raja, the tiger. Mm-hmm. And so it was up to them to help find the real Jasmine and get them to switch places back before, you know, they get married or whatever it was. <laughs> before it becomes permanent. Yeah, permanent before the sun sets on the third day. Third day. <laughs> well, speaking of The Little Mermaid, third on my list is The Little Mermaid. <laughs> nice. Um, you like that? Uh, yeah, that, that segue. That segue. Um, oh, man, The Little Mermaid TV show. It was a little bit more geared towards smaller kids. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it definitely was like, Teaching you about friendship and sharing. But and it gives us more honesty. Which, I, I mean, I've got Ariel tattooed on my body, so uh-huh. I love The Little Mermaid. And I'm pretty, yeah, I'm You're wearing, wearing an Little Ariel Mermaid shirt, shirt right, right now. now. Um, so any kind of excuse for more Little Mermaid is... What did you think of Back to the Sea? The... Um, Sequel. The second one? Yeah. I liked it. I mean, you know, it's... Ariel had a daughter, Melody, and she wanted it's to go just back the re- it's the reverse of the story. She Melody wanted to be in the ocean, and Ariel <laughs> wanted to get out of the ocean. I thought it was confusing, yet also really cool that um, Pat Carroll does the voice of Morgana, who is Ursula's sister, who mm-hmm. also does the voice of Ursula. So it's the same voice actress playing Ursula in the first one, and then she plays the bad guy in the second one, but she's supposed to be Ursula's sister. She's yeah. like super skinny. Super skinny, yeah. And she was banished to the Antarctic. 
Oh. Ooh, she cold. She was real <laughs> cold. Um, I also really enjoyed the third one, too. Um, the be- Ariel's beginnings, where you find out, like, how, why Ariel's mom is not in the picture. Surprise, she was crushed to death by a ship. And, um... What? Yeah. And the whole, the bad guy in this one is their nanny. Like, the, the mermaid's nanny. And it's vo- she's voiced by, um, Sally Field. Oh, okay. So it's, it's it's not the world's greatest Disney movie, but it's another Little Mermaid movie, mm-hmm. and I will take it. Yes. Um, Sally Field. Yeah. <laughs> Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> not without my daughter. <laughs> so, number two on my list, I went back and forth a bunch on what mm-hmm. I thought was one of my favorites. And I thought at first I was going to say American Dad. But American Dad's not really a spin-off uh-uh. show. It's just an it's a spin-off of Seth MacFarlane, which yeah. I didn't think counted. It's a sister show. It's a sister show. That's much that's way more better. <laughs> but what was a spin-off show was The Cleveland Show. Yes. And I loved The Cleveland Show. It was politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um but it was still really funny. It and was. One of my specific favorite episodes is the Christmas episode where they do the Die Hard parody. <laughs> Shane. I know which one you're talking about. Who's the bear? Say what? Who's the bear? He's the um, Hans Gruber. The he ba- is? He's the, the bear's the, the Hans Gruber? Yeah. <laughs> he's the German. And um, Kendra. They should have brought Klaus. I wonder if they ever did a... Uh, Klaus is in it. Klaus is in it? Klaus is in it, and I'm pretty sure he's the one who cracks the things to get the belt, the bonds, the oh, bear bonds I think so out. Too. He's the, the, the black guy with Yeah, glasses. he's the black guy with glasses. Is, is Klaus. I'm pretty sure. We need to watch it to make sure mm-hmm. I'm remembering it correctly. But the Cleveland show, as uncorrect as it was, was also really, really funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's okay or not. I don't... I don't. I know there was a lot of controversy about the show, and I'm not trying to say anything. I didn't watch that. it, so I can't really comment. But it was good. I mean, it was it was really really funny, and I also liked how they made fun of the South because yeah. you know we're in the South, and so it. And there was the gay character, and then there was mm-hmm. the rich gay character that was married, and <laughs> so I I just thought you know it. I thought it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. I don't know how I feel about a bunch of New Englanders making fun of the South. <laughs> <laughs> what do they know? Right? Them with their New England, New York values. Gonna eat some lobster. Semi-related. I want a lobster roll. Oh, so lobster. I'm gonna drive to Maine tonight. <laughs> My next door neighbor just got back from Maine. I don't, somewhere, somewhere where there was lobster. Why didn't she tell me she was going? Well, I asked her if she could bring anything back for me, and unfortunately, she flew back. So oh, she uh, so probably little, little, yeah, she couldn't have. She couldn't fly no lobster back, but she did send me a picture of her. Um, she was in Cape Cod. Where's Cape Cod? There's her as a lobster. You, you folks at home can't see this, but <laughs> you guys can. Um, anyway, finishing out my list. Number one favorite animated spinoff mm-hmm. show. I thought really, really hard about this. I thought about Pinky and the Brain. Um, I thought about The Simpsons. And I and I was like, no, I want to do something that's more current. And then it hit me. Mm-hmm. Lower Decks. Oh, it's so good. Which is a spinoff of the Star Trek franchise. Mm-hmm. And it is an animated show that 
takes place on the Starship Cerritos, which Corey and I were talking about this, and we find it a little annoying now that we've realized it. It should have been called Star Trek Cerritos, because they're always named after what they're on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Except for the next generation. Yeah. That's the only, because it was, you know, Star Trek, then Star Trek The Next Generation, but then after that it was Voyager, mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine, Enterprise, Discovery. Discovery, you know what I mean? Like Section it's a, 31. <laughs> so it's Picard. No. Lower Decks, if you have never seen a Star Trek anything ever in your life, new or old, you could still put on Lower Decks and laugh your butt off. Yes. Oh because it is so... The humor is so funny, mm. and just just how they do Jack it. Jack Quaid is my hero. He is great in it. Boimler. Oh, I could just keep talking about it. it <laughs> I really one of the best like animated shows. Um, do yourself a favor if you don't have Paramount Plus, get Paramount Plus, mm. do a free trial of it, whatever, and watch oh, and Lower Decks. I like it because I feel like it, it it makes Star Trek a bit real in the sense that I feel like a lot of people are like clout hunting. Well, and not just that, that, but it shows like what you said, like real. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it shows it's not every because the the regular Star Trek shows are the bridge officers that these perfect blah 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 that are two yeah fighting machines that always can handle whatever situation. And these this show actually shows that they're just varsity football players a bunch of jerks trying to get spotlights Mm -hmm. you know and that the real people who was taking care of everything are the lower decks ones yes um have you watched the new season too i've I've literally watched like half of the first season i need to i need to get better at watching tv it's just (laughs) Uh, why would you, I'm an expert. What, what are you reading a book for? There's a perfectly good television behind More you. More listening to books and then resting. Oh, I don't know. I watch a lot of things. It's like you have a life. <laughs> oh, weird. Uh, but yeah, Lower Decks had to be mentioned on here. I just thought uh, it's just so good. I mean, mm-hmm. like it almost brings you to tears. And if you are a Star Trek fan... And if you're a Star, Star Trek super fan and you know a lot about the mythos... You are going to love it even more yes. because of all of the references, all of the callbacks. Um, my favorite episode of Star Trek is the one with the species where Picard is on a on a planet with the captain of another species, and the, and the only way that that species knows how to communicate is through metaphor. Mm-hmm. So it's um, you know Timber, his arms wide, which Timber is a person, and his arms wide means mm-hmm. he's giving a gift. And so the whole episode is them trying to figure out how to communicate together. Well, that species apparently makes it into Starfleet. And there's an episode of Lower Decks with that species in it. And that <laughs> yes, like, I know what you're I talking about. I was almost in tears. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my list. Um, my five favorite animated shows. I also, I didn't really write down any kind of honorable mentions because there was just too many there's to mention. Much. But the one that I also wanted to say that I, it's not really a spinoff. Unless you consider it a spinoff from the franchise, because there have been other cartoon shows of this, but the Harley Quinn show, it's yeah. the animated Harley Quinn cartoon show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on the DC streaming app. Now it's on HBO Max. It's adult. It's vulgar. It's violent. It's crude, and it is so good and funny. It is probably one of my best, my favorite representation of the DC mm-hmm. cartoon world. Just as far as like 
how they're portrayed and stuff like that. Although I did read an article that was like, the narrator is unreliable because in this world, the, you know, mayhem and horror happens every day to people standing next to them and they're just okay with it. And I was like, yeah, but it's just their version of it. Anyway, exactly. Harley Quinn show, very, very I, good. I almost included the killing joke on my list because I thought it was, I mean, I, I thought it was a animated adult spinoff of the original WB Batman, basically. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool that they literally made a cartoon series that was not, you know, it wasn't like, oh, we're catering to children and their, or like children and their parents. It's like, no, parents. We want parents. <laughs> um, so I, I love, you know, anything that they're doing with like the old style WB Batman, Batman, Superman, Justice League animation, I'm here for. I also, Teen Titans Go is kind of a spinoff of yeah. the regular Teen Titans, which I really enjoy Go. I was one of those people that was not excited about Same. it when it first came out. I was like, this looks stupid. I can't believe they would tarnish what Teen Titans you know was. My feelings. I, we actually watched it, and it it's stupid fart it's funny. jokes. But it's funny, and it's clever, and it is catchy. Those mm-hmm. songs, especially those first some couple seasons of songs, were really, really good. The Night Begins to Shine. Yes. I literally listen to that song regularly. Like, that's just a song that comes on my mm-hmm. shuffle because I love that song so much. Um, and then, oh no, I didn't write it down, but I had one more, and now it's gone. Oh no! And you can... Oh well, I'll interrupt you. Maybe yeah, I mean, you no. interrupt me. <laughs> put it into my list. Uh, but that—that's my list, and I'm sticking to it. Yay! <laughs> well, Shane, you gonna bring us home? I am. Bring us on home. But brother. before I start my list, I wanted to say two things. First, because I know this Denied. is like uber important. No, I'm doing it anyway. Um, the two twins, Mrs. Salt and Mr. Pepperhead, or whichever they are, Mr. Salt, yeah, and Mrs. Pepperhead, are. Ginger and Sage. So they have paprika, ginger. Oh, and they had twins. Ginger they had to, and yeah, sage. those are twins. Um, after paprika comes cinnamon. So they have four. Yes, and also they have Grandma Cayenne. Okay, well, is she spicy? I don't know. Is I can't like, find a picture of her. Is she like the grandma from Texas? Mm-hmm. Y'all whippersnappers better calm it down. She, she's not on the Blues Clues wiki that I very quickly pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> And the other thing I also, wanted to say... Yes. Sorry, what kind of spices are those to keep in your kitchen? Wait, I mean, everyday spices. Yeah. We, I have all of those in my, my no, cabinet. No, I'm just saying, like, those... I, I feel like they should have, like, gone to, like, garlic powder next. Garlic powder and... Uh, lemon and pepper. Lemon pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Mural of flavor. Why are you crossing your fingers, guys? I remember what my spin... The other two honorable mentions I want to mention was the Super Mario Brothers cartoon show but oh, the super super mario world 3 one, yes that one specifically and then the legend of zelda cartoon show oh, i actually yeah. have both of the complete series of both of those do you mm-hmm. um Jealous. they're terrible the, yeah. the animation is horrible the storylines don't make any kind of sense or anything like that but i love them and i will never not want to own them yeah so i had to mention them Yay! Well, the last thing I want to mention before I get into my list is related to when you listed Cleveland on yours. I got so excited the other day in Walmart because I was walking and I turned the corner into electronics where they keep the um, pop vinyl figures. And there's this long stretch one of like 12 pop vinyls together. And I was so excited because I thought it was Boys 12 and then it just turned out it was BTS. And I never had so much disappointment in my life. (laughs) Boys 12 like from... From um, American American Dad. Dad, Yeah. 
I'm B6 and I pick up sticks. Victor! Yes. So that is also in my shuffle. That song and then Daddy's Gone. And then the hot tub. Bless you. Gunzukin time. We're just having all kinds of sound effects tonight. Who needs a soundboard when we have Reggie's Road in my nose? Daddy's Gone in that one is available on iTunes. I also like... Because American Dad, I'm very hit and miss with what I like from that series. I like all their singing ones. I particularly love the Trapped in the Closet ones because I enjoyed that before we knew what we knew about R. Kelly. Because um, it was a hip hopper, so of course I loved it. The the South the South Park the American Dad Trapped in the Closet story, right? Yeah, That's what you're talking about where Steve, I mean Snot, is hanging out <laughs> with the bully uh-huh. and all of that stuff. Um, also, the I don't I'm not a big fan of CeeLo Green, but the Hot Tub Machine. <laughs> Murder one. Bless you again, Tomas. <laughs> My nose issue. You having an issue? Do you need a tissue? <laughs> oh, I like skin all kinds of bonus content tonight. <laughs> Sneezes. But yes, I wanted to throw those things out there. But now I'll begin my official list. Do, 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 do. At the top of my list. A pup named Scooby-Doo. No. Scrappy-Doo. So I didn't count all the Scooby-Doo shows because I don't really consider them spin-offs. Doing it Velma and Daphne show. Movie? Was it a movie? It's a movie. Okay. Uh, that and then, dirty. But it's a movie. It's not. <laughs> and then there was there's gotta be another Scooby Doo spinoff. Oh I mean technically Mystery, if you count each series Mystery Inc. But they um, aren't directly I mean I guess the first batch through thirteen ghosts, so from where are you through thirteen ghosts could be considered spinoffs, but we're gonna have a Scooby Doo episode eventually, so let's just one day. I just like teasing Shane that his lists are nothing but Scooby Doo. So. I mean, my I mean, list was be. nothing but Star Wars. So. Well, I know I, you just you beat me to making the joke because <laughs> I was also going to say that about your list, and then you were like, "Well, my list is very Star Wars heavy," and I was like, "Oh, well, bang." Yes, no, my my. You can always tease me about Scooby Doo, but no, one day it will happen. We'll have the episode, but yeah, no, I didn't count those as spin-offs, spin-offs because in a way they're not. I mean, technically, like I said, some could be, but I didn't count them as spinoffs, because then that would be my whole list, like you said. (laughs) But at the top of my list is Pinky, Elmira, and the Brain. And I really like that, because I feel like it married Animaniacs and Tiny Toons the best way that it could. And I like Pinky and the Brain, but I like them a lot better with Elmira. Mm -hmm. I hate that Elmira is cancelled. I know. It's... She got canceled? Yeah. Yeah, she's too abusive to animals. It's not a good representation of how to treat animals. And so uh, she's... But no one that looks... That makes sense. She also, uh, she also manhandled Monty Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like a Me Too with Monty. and uh, But I think it was more about the way that she... It was. She literally killed pets regularly <laughs> like that was part of what her character yeah like, that's not cool don't, like, let, there your was a whole don't let your children hug their pets to death there's a whole episode where her dead animals came back to life to like get her in the <laughs> halloween because there were so many of them y'all don't, <laughs> no, y'all remember yeah, that? i remember it and i don't mean to laugh but, i mean it's a cartoon I don't have to take everything so seriously but i do see the I yeah, guess. I I get it, I do, but then I'm also I like, mean, they're not dropping an anvil on any of their heads because that's a beast to animals as well. It's like violent Same. video games. Two step, two step. <laughs> <laughs> it's like violent video games. You need to put them in context with the people who are watching them. Like it's not okay to drop something on someone. Well, and I'm not I'm not opening truth bombs or anything, but you could also try parenting. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. watch what your Same. kids are going to watch and explain what that this is a satire and that's not in any way, shape, or form how you should behave. But that's I'm gonna get off my We're, we'll, we'll have an episode about As that. a concerned parent. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> As a concerned cat owner. 
Do you remember the Pinky Elmira and the Brain episode where her dad converts the tears into drinking water? That's all I remember no. about it. And I think one of her pets dies and everybody's crying and he like collects all of the tears and it's supposed to do something. But Pinky and the Brain mess with it and then it, it just tastes like salty water. Maybe I don't know. It sounds kind of familiar, but I don't remember a lot from it. I just remember because they had Pinky in the Brain and then they had Pinky Elmira in the Brain mm-hmm. when Elmira purchased them. <laughs> like she does. But yeah, that's it's on my list. I still like it. I like Elmira. I love the voice actress. So next on my list is a spinoff from the movie. Uh, the next three are actually all from movies, but The Lion Guard. Which, I never actually watched that. So it's, you know, kind of like you said, like Little Mermaid, it's initially really catered towards smaller kids, um, but the animation is great, you know, it's it's Lion King, and I love the Lion King, so I still watched a lot of it, but what I liked best was one of the final story arcs before they canceled the show, because Disney has this thing about 65 episodes and you're done, grr. Um, but one of the last few um, story arcs they did, and it was an actual continuous story arc, was the return of Scar, and Scar's ghost was planning all these things to raise himself back from the dead, and they had to protect the Pride Lands from Scar. How cool! Yes. Now, does it take place after the second movie? With um, Simba and Nala's daughter and her... Because, like, Lion King 2 was Lion about... King one and a half? Well, no, Lion King 2. Two. Simba's Pride. Simba's Pride. Was about... Uh-huh. His daughter. Yes, it is after that. It is after mm-hmm. that. Okay. But I don't think the daughter is in the series. I don't know if she's, like, really mentioned. Mm. I feel like... I read I read something about it one time where it talked about how, like, she's still there. And I, she might have even got name-dropped in an episode or something. Okay. But she <laughs> may not have wanted the Lion Guard or something. I don't know. I gotcha. But, Sim, but they have a new child, and he gets the he becomes a Lion Guard with his animal friends. You know, it's catered towards kids till the end, and they have to save the Pride Lands from Scar. And that storyline in the end especially is when I got really back into it. So I initially watched the first episodes and was like, it's the Lion King, but it was, you know, catered towards kids. But then I heard what they were doing with Scar, and that was really cool. Nice. Maybe that'll be our new bedtime show. We'll yes. try that out. Uh, next on my list, probably no surprise, because we talked about how my how it's my favorite movie ever, ever but Beetlejuice... Beetle the animated Beetle. series. And as we talked about earlier, I do find myself liking the first two seasons best, I think. So I think there's three or four. And the three and four seasons aren't bad. They just focus more on the neither world. And I kind of liked when they mixed a little bit. See, I like when, they, when they're when they there more. I, I, that, that was just... <laughs> I, but that was because that was my favorite part from mm-hmm. the movies and stuff was like when Barbara and Adam go to, to the, the neither, neither world, world and yeah. like they're waiting for Juno and like the hallway that they're walking down. Yes. Yeah, well, I love all that from the movies, but we don't have Barbara <coughs> and Adam in the series. And Which I always thought was so like confusing. And Lydia loves her step or her mom, I guess, in the series. Oh, it's always been her mom until the musical. Um, well, Lydia, uh, Delia was always her stepmom. Was she? And even in the movie, she specifically at one point... Charles says, you know, mind your mother, and she goes, step mother. Okay. Yeah, okay, I don't know why I didn't think that was the same. Yeah, and then um, there was some some kind of comment, well, my favorite comment is, well, you were miserable in the city, and you're going to be miserable in the city. Yes. Stick. At least somebody's life hasn't been upheaved. <laughs> but yeah, but that whole relationship changed in the cartoon, so I do, I really love the cartoon. I remember watching it when I was younger, so I have those nostalgia feelings for it. Um, but yeah, I liked when Lydia had drama in the real world and Beetlejuice interfered, often on Lydia's behalf, but oftentimes also making it worse. 
I love her rivalry with Claire Brewster. Mm-hmm. And the Claire Brewster music, I didn't realize until I watched the Beetlejuice animation series or animated series as an adult that like her like little music, her theme music for whenever she enters was something I always hummed in my life. And I knew it was from a cartoon. I just never knew which one until Claire Brewster came on the scene when I was watching Beetlejuice. That's funny. Yeah. Do you have the, um, do you remember when Beetlejuice was re-released? There was like some anniversary special and they released it on DVD and that DVD had a couple of the cartoon episodes in it. I do not have that DVD. I have the DVD before where it was just the movie and that's it, unfortunately. But you also own all of that. I do. I have the entire series of the animated Beetlejuice series. So I I got them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along my list. Also from another movie was a cartoon that I don't have on DVD yet and I want, but it's the real Ghostbusters. (gasps) Ooh, loved it. I love. That's like what made Slimer like more of a central. Like mm-hmm. they made like Slimer a central character. Yes, that, right? was a good guy. Yeah, really. And then was it? Wasn't that the one with the lady Ghostbuster too, where she was like a ghost, kind of like a ghost? A ghost I don't girl? remember that, but it's been a long time since I watched the series because I remember. Um, I remember Slimer. I remember the four guys. I remember the secretary. Who I almost called April, but that's terribly wrong. Wrong cartoon. Yeah, that's the turtles. <laughs> the turtle nerd list. But I I loved it, and I remember watching it, and then I'd always like ran outside afterwards, and I'd oftentimes go visit my grandmother when I was supposed to. Um, she lived right below us, but I wouldn't tell my mother, and being like four or five at the time, not the thing to do. <laughs> No, okay, so this is the one that was like in the eighties. Yes. Right? Okay, so yes, then they course. did another one in the nineties. I don't like that one. You don't like that nope. one? Oh. I like the eighties. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm kind of an eighties stop. So I like my nineties cartoons. The 80s. I do, but like, you know, when they remade all the Transformer cartoons in the nineties, I don't like those. I like the original. What about like the two thousands Transformers? Nope. Nope, not at all? Nope. Don't don't give me that. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, so they're second on my list because I really love that one. It's creepy and I need it on DVD. And I looked one time, all of the episodes aren't on DVD. There's a way to get most of them, but it's really frustrating. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want it until I want it all. Until I can get it all. I think I just, I thought I just saw, um... Like a box set. There is, but it's missing like six. Oh. That's annoying. Here's a Blu-ray. Yeah, that's it. That's the box. That's the box set I want, but it doesn't have all the episodes. But that's the one I'll probably end up getting at some point in my life. Nice. When it doesn't cost so much. (laughs) But finally, move along to my number one spinoff animated show on my list is Daria. I did not know that was a spinoff until today. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I was so... uh, Tom just came out of nowhere and was like, did you know Daria was a (laughs) spinoff? Yeah, she's spun off from Beavis and Butthead. I totally didn't do my list today. (laughs) This morning. But yeah, no, I love Daria. It's very 2000, so I was in high school when that came out. And I think maybe even a little bit in college. Maybe came out my mid-high school, early college career. And I love everything about it. I own it all on DVD. And I rewatch it frequently. Like, that is one I can go back to, you know, believe it or not, that's not Scooby-Doo that I can watch fairly often. Fall Asleep 2, it's a good nighttime show. I think it's still very funny. I 
Love Daria, of course. Um, Brittany is one of my favorite characters from that show, and her high pitched, squilly, squeaky voice. The um, the cheerleader. <laughs> yes, and Quinn and Quinn's friends. Quinn. <laughs> oh my God, Daya. $1,200. The Real Ghostbusters Complete Collection DVD from 2008, sealed, never opened. A I can get it for 1200 on eBay. Boom. I found it for you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I can't afford that. Oh, is that Please. what you're getting me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my list. I didn't really have any honorable mentions to think of. I did for a long time think King of the Hill was a spinoff from Beavis and Butthead because they have those very similar Peggy and Hank characters, but they aren't Peggy and Hank. I it's, thought they were. I don't think they are. No, it's just the same voice. It's, yeah, it's, it's Hank, the same voice. It literally looks like if 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 you combined Hank and Bill, and then he had Hank's voice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, those are good lists. I love them all. Yes. Well, y'all, this has been a good episode. I am sitting here looking at a Lego baby right now, which are apparently a thing that exists, and I'm posting this on our social media as we speak. <laughs> um <laughs> I did not know Lego babies existed until I visited Reggie's house today and he got Corey a Lego Winnebago. There's a couple more that I thought about over the course of doing this. The, um, the Kung Fu Panda cartoon show. Did you guys Kung watch Fu? that at all? No. That was nope. also a really good spinoff show from a, a movie. And then I guess technically like the Lego Ninjago and the Lego... Legends of Kaichiya or whatever, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Both exactly of those shows about. that were on Cartoon Network mm-hmm. were really, really good. Um, I've never gotten into Lego shows. I've never watched, I've never or been games. able to get into the games. I've tried playing them many times and I can't do it. And then I've never been able to get into the movies that they've released. But those two specifically, mm-hmm. Ninjago and the Legend of Chia or whatever it's called, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, what, I know exactly the, what you're the, talking about. Like tigers, lions versus... Mm-hmm. lizards or whatever yeah. it was really good well y'all you have any shout outs before we sign off always want to mention my buddy jimmy uh owns and runs willow mountain woodworking had a terrible accident lost ended up actually losing one of his fingers but they were able to reattach one and unfortunately he's not able to work much right now so he does have a gofundme up so if anybody out there has the ability to help you can find it at facebook or instagram willow mountain woodwork and anybody else shane Jordy Murray Games, as always. Uh, What's she been streaming lately? I've been a bad friend, and I've been just way too busy. I have not been keeping up with it. But she also recently announced that she's pregnant, and I know she's been dealing with a lot of morning sicknesses mm-hmm. and stuff, so I don't know if she's necessarily I been streaming I don't think a there's lot. a lot of streams, but when there have been, it's been The Sims right now. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, also, Mason Blevins on Twitch as well. His streaming is character, but a hyphen between the Carrick and Tar. Carrick Tar. And, of course, his book, 34 Degrees. Good book. Uh, Movies with Gabriel, as always. Mm -hmm. Still working hard on that. Uh, Hopefully going to be involved in a project with us in the future. The near future. The near future. (laughs) We'll uh, announce that. Hopefully going to have some fun things for you this Halloween. Uh, It just depends on how big it ends up actually being. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. But we're excited about it and we're enjoying doing this podcast. I had a lot of fun tonight. I did too. Good. Uh, Cars and all. (laughs) Cars and sneezes and Lego babies. Yes. Um, But I guess that's our week. Yes, if you like us and want to see and hear more from us, check us out online, social media, Total Nerd List, on 
Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube. All social media is evil except for ours. <laughs> except for ours. <laughs> ours is yes. Give us a like and follow. And if you want to throw a couple bucks our way to help us improve our podcast, we're also on Kofi. Money is evil except when it comes to us. Yes. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody out there listening. We love y'all. Love y'all. Till next time. Bye.